Well, hey, welcome to The Other Side of Sound. My name is Stuart Jenner, and I am so excited that you're here. Uh, we are starting a new series today, right now. Here it is. It's called Untangled. It's a three-part series. If you haven't listened to the last series about the source, where does where is the source of, uh, of sound, I highly recommend you listen to that first because we are going to build on there. And let me just tell you where we're going with all this stuff. So I'm doing three, three-part series, total of nine podcasts. We've already done the first series, which is the source. Uh, we're doing another three-part series right now, right here, ready to go, called Untangled. And then after that, we're doing another series called Blueprint. So if you listen to these nine podcasts, you should have a pretty good understanding of how I approach all of this stuff that has to do with sound in specifically in churches and um and if you don't know who i am i uh, i work for an audio company i spend most of my days in churches i'm in i'm usually in a different church every single day uh from small to medium to large everything and anything i've seen it all nothing surprises me i get lots of questions i do a lot of training um, all different styles, shapes and sizes, demographics, all that stuff. Um, and a lot of times I'm working with, uh, volunteers and, um, or I'm training people that may have some experience, but you know, we've just freshly installed new gear or something. So I get a lot of questions, which means I have to come up with answers. And since I'm a lot of times working with uh, volunteers, I have to come up with ways to explain it all where everything makes sense. And I love that kind of stuff. I, I started out as a guitar teacher and I learned that if I really wanted to see people succeed, I had to come up with creative, fun ways uh, in order to... Um, to explain all this stuff because honestly, I mean, you can show somebody a G chord in about two minutes and that's pretty much the extent of a G chord. But if you just tell them, here you go, here's a G chord. And then you go have them practice for, you know, they got to practice for six months before, before anything productive comes of it, um, where you can change between a G and a C and a D and an E minor, whatever. So I had to come up with ways to make it fun and engaging and, and easy to understand because music, music theory in and of itself can be really complicated. And I, I came up with um, easy ways to understand it. I just took all that stuff that I had from a long time ago and I brought it over into the sound training world. And so um, I got to make all this stuff make sense. So I approach sound way different than than um, the stuff that you find on the internet. The stuff that you find on the internet wants to talk about compressors and EQs and gain structure and, and all that stuff. And all that stuff is important for sure. Definitely, you need to know your frequencies. You need to know how to EQ something. You need to know uh, when, when to use a compressor, when to use a gate. I'll even venture to say when to use an e EQ because with my approach, I don't, I don't even really EQ much. Um, and so um, that's a whole different rabbit hole that we are definitely going to go down. Not today, though. So today we're talking about untangling stuff. And when I say stuff, I mean 
physical stuff. Obviously, if you got a spaghetti full of wires, uh, that cob probably needs to be untangled and dressed and, you know, labeled and all that kind of stuff. But I'm also talking about untangling your mind, untangling your atmosphere. These are the kind of things that have to be done if you really want to to make a, a to create a better sound, a better experience, a better overall service. So uh, today we are gonna we are gonna start um, with untangling our minds because why not? Because if we started with the wires, um, it would be too obvious. So let's let's start with untangling our minds. So I like to paint pictures. I'm going to paint a picture. So let's just say you're a brand new tech director. Maybe you have a lot of experience. doesn't really matter. But this is a new church. Let's say you were at your last church for a decade. So you got real used to a certain console. You got real used to certain speakers. You got really used to, you know, just a lot of, you know, the stuff that, that, um, that you had. And maybe that was your first church. And so you kind of learned everything, you know, maybe you went to college, maybe you graduated with a degree in something, and then you actually got a job and realized that, oh yeah, real world scenarios are a lot different. And you, you spent a decade learning church production and playing and, you know, dynamics of how church staff works and how volunteers work and, and all that stuff. Now you've transitioned to a new church. And it's way different. And let's say this new church is has been DIY'd for 20 years. And you've got you've got Mr. Sound Guy over here that wants to tell you how long he's been running sound. And he wants to tell you all about how he's been maintaining this system for 20, 20 years. And uh, you're looking at this big pile of uh, a, a, a big mess and you're like oh my word nothing sounds right nothing looks right I don't know where anything goes so the first thing that can happen is you can get overwhelmed now getting overwhelmed is all in your mind because really honestly we're just talking about some wires and some processing and some and just some gear um, to bring it back to simplicity you're just going from transducer to transducer, meaning you're going from a microphone that's picking up sound to a speaker that's amplifying sound. That's really all that's happening. But it can look overwhelming, especially if if your experience is wrapped up in one thing and now you've moved you've moved on and you're seeing something fresh for the first time and you're like, oh my word, I, I don't even know where to begin. And I don't know what to do, but there's expectations on you because you were hired to be the guy that takes us to the next level. You, you, you're the one they hired you because we have been doing, uh, traditional services for far too long. And we want to transition into uh, a more contemporary style and, and do a blended service. I've, I've heard all these words. I've heard all, and I'm not, don't, don't take this the wrong way. I am not making fun of anybody. I see it all. I do it all. And I don't insert my preferences 
whatsoever when it comes to the style of worship, to the style, uh, the look, the feel, because I, I feel like churches need to look at themselves individually and determine what they want, what they want to be for their community. So I, I don't, I don't insert like, I, I think everybody needs to look at it like that is look at the people you have and decide for yourself how your church needs to look. Anyway, that's just a side note. So I'm just painting a picture here. So we can easily become overwhelmed, especially in a scenario like this, or maybe you've been there for 20 years and you've just, you just don't know how any of it works and you really need some help. So there's two avenues you can go down. You can go down the DIY route, try to do it yourself. I'm not against that. As long as you don't just severely screw it all up. Um, uh, if you go the DIY route, the best thing that you can do is just, just start observing some, some stuff. Start tracing wires. See where it all goes. Do some research. Don't just start unplugging and cutting. And I mean, I, man, I've been in some scenarios where people just start cutting. Just start unplugging. And then, then, you're, then you're in hot water. So um, then you got to call me because I'm going to have to go in there and, and figure it all out. So that's the first, the, the first option is, you know, try to figure it out yourself. And and honestly, I think you should do that no matter what, because you should really try to figure out what's going on. So you have a better understanding of, of your system. The second option is to, is to call a professional and um, you know, it all kind of depends on your budget and what you want to do and you know, what you, what you think you can afford and all that stuff. But, but uh, hiring a professional is, is, always a good idea because it'll actually be done right. So we get called all the time and we have churches that, um, you know, usually it's something's on fire and nothing works and all that stuff. And, uh, we go in and we do exactly what I'm saying that we do here. So let me, let me, let me paint a picture again. I recently went into a church. They called us and was like, Oh my gosh, nothing. I mean, we literally didn't have sound on Sunday. Nothing's working. Can you come in here because like it's it's bad. It's it 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 can't get any worse. Um so, you know, a team of us go in and of course I'm seeing the sound system for the first time. You just can't let it overwhelm you. So, pastor says nothing works. Okay, well then if nothing works, I'm not going to go turn on the whole entire sound system, plug in a microphone and 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 talk in it because again, nothing works. So, you have to eliminate things. So the first thing I did was I literally took the wire going to the speaker, which is just a, it was a passive speaker, put my tone generator on it. Okay. We've got signal going to the speaker, check all the speakers. Okay. All the speakers have signal going to them. Cause I physically took the copper, put my tone generator on it and it actually works. Now, what did I do there? I eliminated 99.9% of, of the system. And I just went with the one thing the pastor said there was no sound coming out of the speakers. So I eliminated everything except for the speakers, put my tone generator on it. It works. Okay. So then you work backwards from there. So now I plug all the amps back in. Now I, I send a tone to each channel on each amp. Guess what? the amps work. Okay. So the sound system itself is functional. You see where you can eliminate a lot of things just by, um, just by eliminating a lot of things. I know that doesn't sound right, but, but 
I went, I worked backwards uh, from there. So now I know, well, okay, it might be the, the console. Anyway, long story short, it ended up being routing. It was a digital console with digital snakes and the routing didn't work. And the AES line was busted on one, on one side and all that stuff. And, and it was just a matter of, of rerouting stuff. In the meantime, the speakers were in kind of weird spots. So we took them all down and we rehung them and tuned them. And oh my word, did it sound good in there when we got done. So you, you see how you could easily get overwhelmed, but you that's only in your mind. And if you start taking whatever steps you can, you can start to eliminate the problems. So as we go through this Untangled series, we're going to start untangling all these problems because let's, let's think about this for a minute. We talked about the source. We understand how the human brain perceives sound. We talked about the most natural reproduction of sound. Okay. If we can take that knowledge, we can create an atmosphere where we can actually, we got a good solid foundation. Things are cleaned up. Everything is working properly. I haven't even talked about like mixing or, or any of that stuff. That's going to get into the blue, the blueprint series. But if we can get to a point to where we're ready to start plugging stuff in, because we're not ready to plug stuff in. We got to, we got to clear our minds up. We got to clear our cables up before we can ever plug anything in. But you see where we're going here, the source, the atmosphere, the cable management, all these things, a, a, a positive environment to operate in. Once we tackle these things, this is the beginning. This is the root of everything. Imagine you walk into a room and you know the sound system is in the right spot. The sound system is tuned up. The sound guy feels confident. The band feels good. The instruments are tuned. The drums sound great to our ears. We haven't plugged anything into the sound system yet, but you see, you can feel it. You can walk in this room and feel it. This room's going, this room's going to kick. We're going to, we're going to do some cool stuff in this room because there's a, there's an atmosphere. There's a vibe. There's a, there's a bunch of teenagers that are, that are ready to, to learn how sound works and run sound and, and, uh, and do the lyrics and the videos and the, the, the camera stuff and like, you know, whatever, whatever you got, they're excited. They're ready. I'm in those scenarios a lot. And the thing is, is after an optimization, once we set the stage, the band comes in, they're ready to start plugging instruments in and, and, uh, and we all know that it's going to sound just killer in there. A lot of times we didn't even install any gear. This is all your gear. This is stuff that you've had laying around for 20 years that, that has never worked right, but we've set the stage. The source is correct. We understand how the source works. The, the atmosphere is correct. Everybody's got a, a positive outlook on stuff. Everybody's willing to learn because you're working with volunteers. Everybody's willing to learn. Now we're ready to get busy. All right, guys, that's the first episode of the Entangled series. We are definitely going to be diving into more of this stuff coming up in episode two. See you then.